Hey, how you guys doing? It's another episode of Substitutes of Shit. I'm your host, Joshua Self. The music industry, the the landscape that we have has been changing over um, the past forever. You know, like things are just different. You know, there's different styles. There's different ways of doing things. There's so much genre blending. If you don't believe me, go look at the, the Billboard 100 right now. You've got Billy Ray Cyrus. You've got Lil Nas. Two people who are probably never have collaborated uh, 20 years ago, you know, so the the landscape is changing so much, and I wanted to sit down and talk about uh, lo-fi, which is um, like a sub-genre, it's a little bit different than what people typically like to listen to, and I think it's pretty interesting, and there's a lot with it, you know, it's very subtle, like it's, it's just more nuanced than some types of uh, music that we're used to traditionally and I wanted to talk to one of the guys who's trying to pioneer it right now Mr. Odd Wilson uh check out our interview Mr. Mr. Odd Wilson how you doing I'm doing great how about yourself I'm doing fantastic uh how did you come up with the name Odd Wilson we'll just start right there um okay so it's a it's a weird thing um you know, through the course of my life, I've been called odd or just weird or whatever the case may be. So I always um, didn't really embrace it. But then after a while, I just said, you know what? It would be cool if my name was just odd. And originally it was going to be um, originally going to be odd fellow. But then odd fellow was taken by other things and other yeah. studios and okay. stuff like that. So I decided to go with Wilson. Where I got Wilson from was um, I had a Deadpool comic book yeah. from back in the day, and um, I, you know I saw Wade Wilson, and then I just decided to call, just say, okay, that's Wilson. That's that was strike one, and then mm-hmm. just so happened when I picked up that comic book, uh, Castaway was on TV. I had the TV on mute. Yeah, and TNT was on, and Castaway was on, and it was the scene where he he just lost his friend. He kept saying Wilson, Wilson, yeah, Wilson. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. So I just, I just went, went with I Wilson. And mm-hmm. That's where the name came from. To be real, with you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I want to talk about like your music. Uh, it's a little bit different than what people traditionally listen to. What um, made you decide to make music in that particular fashion? And where are you trying to take your music? Uh, <clears throat> well, I guess you want you. I guess I can kind of start out at the beginning of why I decided to go doing that type of music. Well, for one, when I started R. Wilson, um, I really was trying to find what direction I want to go with musically wise. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of uh, EDM music, like Iridium music and African beats and stuff like that. So I was trying to do that, play around with those types of ideas. The first go around on my first project, Welcome to Ivia, which is available on Spotify and TuneCore and every good thing that you can think of. (laughs) Um, But it worked. It worked. But um, it just wasn't me. So I just... um, when I first started out making music, I was just big into like the boom bat sound, and I wanted to kind of stick with that formula. So I just decided to—I um, don't know—I wanted to go with that. And then, like 
that's when I went back to my rudiments of where I first started out when I did music was just that, that whole boom bat sound, the sampling, the real dirty sounding, the real ranchness, using the MPC uh, 3000, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted to go back to that, and luckily I was a huge fan of lo-fi music. Mm-hmm. And lo-fi music has this huge community right now, like lo-fi radio, chill hop, and all this stuff. So I was thinking, like, since well, with me being R. Wilson, I'm such a chill guy. Why not go into that genre and, and, and see what it takes? And I've been getting nothing but great response from that genre, doing yeah. the boom bat and doing, like, just real chill, lo-fi type beats. Mm-hmm. And um, for people who don't know or don't understand what lo-fi is, if you want to just look it up, you can go on 24-7 lo-fi radio station on YouTube. You can look up some of the lo-fi artists and you can check them out. But I just chose that genre because I felt like it was more me than trying to do. I can do rhythm. I can go and do that. I can do that all day. But I just, this is this is a genre where I'm comfortable in mm-hmm. and I feel like that people are gravitating more to me doing this now yeah. than when I was doing it first but I still DJ I still turn up a club and playing rhythm trash but lo-fi music is really what I'm pushing right now okay what um what do you like about DJing what I like about DJing is the response I get from the audience the audience is what uh, that's very that's what that's where um with DJing, that's where uh, that's why I enjoy seeing them seeing me mm-hmm. on stage with the with my 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 persona, yeah, and getting the crowd going and and just the music that I play. I realize that a lot of people in Memphis don't understand what I'm doing. They're not mm-hmm. familiar with the 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 producer artists, but they they just they just not caught on to the wave of what's going on right now and yeah. that, that producers are becoming artists and that they're selling out shows and they're doing they're touring around the world they're DJing their music and they're playing other people's stuff as uh as well so but to answer your question what I enjoy about DJing is just the the the, the, the crowd's reaction like mm-hmm. I like to get the crowd going I like to see their reaction and I like the the light shows and all this other stuff and that's what I enjoy, just the just the interaction with people when I perform on stage. How did you get into uh to DJing? Uh <clears throat> DJing was uh it was always there, but I still shifted more to music production because that was where my passion was at. Oh, thank you for the instru- thank you for listening to my instrumentals. Uh, yeah, we had shoot the shit uh podcast right now, thank you. But uh, I'm sorry, I had to talk to my fans real quick, y'all. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, DJing was just something that was already there. I, some of my mentors were DJs, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a, a certain particular type of DJ, DJ Freeze, who um, who mentored me in production, who gave me like literally a, a library full of sounds. And yeah. um, that's where uh, DJ encounter was always there, but I just didn't just pursue it. It was just music production is what I was pursuing. And, I, and now that I think about it, if I went back in time, I would have just started with DJing first and then went into production. Okay. Yeah, so that's where I got, that's where I got the inspiration from. So your music, um, where do you want it to take you? Like, uh, I listened to several of your tracks and um, it was like instrumentals or whatever. It was like, would you 
want to stick with just instrumentals? Like, would you want to give your tracks to someone else to um, work with that, or you want to just do that? Um, here's the thing. Um, before I became I Wilson, for people who don't know my 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 background, like I was heavily into music production. I was very into music production. I was very into working with artists, but I wasn't. Um, so much into just working with them but creating an identity for them Mm -hmm. um just coming up with ideas concepts like what story are you telling with your music because you have a lot of people that just do records but they're not telling stories Mm -hmm. they're just kind of like throwing stuff out there they put a they'll give you this this big collage, this dope artwork for the album, these banging beats. They got maybe like four or five songs that you like off of 15 songs, and then that's it. Yeah. There's no storyline there. There's no continuity. There's nothing to just say like, yo, this is dope. But I get it, though, because... um you ain't gonna hit a ball... You ain't gonna hit a ballpark every blue moon, like mm-hmm. every now and then like this. So... Uh, you know, I try to come up with ideas for artists. They just didn't give me anything. You know, okay. I try to talk to them and see like, where you want to go? A lot of them want to be the next Chris Brown. A lot of them want to be the next Beyonce. You know, just, you know, whatever. And um, when I work with artists or when I just wanted to sell my beats, you know, they just didn't value that or mm-hmm. they didn't value the fact that I even gave them music. So that was one of the reasons I became odd because I guess the the frustration of it, you yeah. know, too many promises that wasn't kept and a lot of the artists don't really have no real identity or no mm-hmm. story to tell. So to answer your question, I would be open to working with the artist on my music, I'm, I'm all for it. It has to be the right situation, sure. the right artist, and just the right time mm-hmm. for me to just do it. Because right now, it's not like I'm chasing for it. And um, it would just have to be the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm more, so instru- I'm, more instru- I'm more interested in putting out dope instrumentals or maybe a couple remixes here and there. Sure. And, and and putting that out there to the masses and, and just building a, a, a audience like that. And I can tell you some of my influences on where I got the idea from. Sure. Uh let's let's talk about that. Like where um like who influenced you, you know? Would it be anybody that I've ever heard of? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> um well from the music production side, I guess I can go from the start. It was Dr. Dre that that influenced me a lot. Okay. I remember in 1999 when I first bought the Chronic 2001, how masterful that project was, and how big and 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 how the sound was just it was so big and 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 it was just like wow, like this is amazing. Then when I looked at him on MTV with him and Eminem. Working on Slim Shady LP and uh, the Chronic 2001. That's when I decided I wanted to be a producer. But um, am I? Are you willing to work with artists that haven't been discovered? Sure, sure. I'm open to it, man. You know, send me a link and we can we can talk for sure. 
for sure. I'm I'm not close to the. I'm sorry, people, for I'm talking to the podcast, but I also got my phone on for mm-hmm. my fans to know what's going on. So I said it, but uh, Dre. And then what's made me just solidify everything that I know music is I'm what I'm supposed to do. I listen to the Neptunes present the clones. I'm a huge Neptune fan with Pharrell and Chad Hugo. Okay. And um, they're a big influence on me as well. Mm-hmm. So um, Pharrell more definitely because he was the first black dude I seen who just wore skateboard clothes and was just real skateboarding. And in Memphis, we didn't just see too many of it. At that time, True. it wasn't it wasn't like a thing back then. I think in oh five oh six, it was more like baggy jeans and and uh, uh, sport jerseys and chains and everybody sporting pink. You know, <laughs> yeah. times have changed. Uh, times sure. have changed, um, but that's those are the the main influences for me as far as news production. And of course, like uh, other producers, like. Danger Mouse for people who don't know Danger Mouse is he did stuff with uh um Nas Barkley uh, mm-hmm. with with CeeLo Green and stuff like yeah. that and he done many other things but those just uh, just his name and then this group called the Gorillas mm-hmm. he did uh their album uh Demon Days which I enjoyed I, that that was a huge that was a huge influence on I now what what, what conjured up I Wilson was just uh it was a couple elements um one was uh, MF Doom. If for people who know who MF Doom is, you should know who MF Doom is. And um, he was a huge influence on me at that time frame when Kanye West came out with College Dropout. He came out with Food, and the album was very deep and influenced me. And speaking of which, Danger Mouse worked with MF Doom on MF Mouse album. If people don't know what that is or if they heard it, but. Um, MF Doom was definitely a huge influence. Uh, it's another producer named Flying Lotus from Los Angeles, and he he does he do beat tapes too, and he's he's very known, like touring, doing all types of stuff. I think his first project with beat tape, but then he started collaborating with Kendrick Lamar, and he started collaborating with um, a lot of other people like Thundercat. Thundercat is his dude, and then. Um, yeah, Fly Lotus definitely a huge influence. DJ Shadow is another huge influence. Like, mm-hmm. uh, as far as putting out beat tapes, but also sometimes he'll work with artists as well because he just did a project a couple mm-hmm. years ago with Ron the Jewels. Sure. So, um, yeah, like those DJ Shadow and 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 uh, Flying Lotus and MF Doom and Jay Dilla is another producer that I was hugely influenced. And then on the electronic side, groups like Odessa, Tycho, and um, Pretty Lights okay. are like my heavily influenced. Like as guy, as far as guys who just make instrumental tapes, they go and perform their tapes with a live band. In front of a huge audience, and yeah. they, you know that's 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 where I come from, and of course, comic books was heavily involved in my upbringing too. Sure, like I, I've actually heard of a lot of those. Um, like I'm familiar with Odessa and some of the other people you mentioned. Uh, since you've been doing, uh, since you've been odd, like tell me about some of the people that you've had the chance to meet that you probably would not have met otherwise. <laughs> I went to New York and met my my brother from another mother, Doc Brass, who's another masked villain who is incredibly sick with the finger drumming. If y'all haven't heard of Doc Brass, go follow him. 
he's he's sick with their finger drumming stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, becoming I I have drawn more uh, characters out the woodwork that I've met. And um, there's a lot of people that's on the internet right now that follows me that they're just kind of like characters in their own. But there's a lot of producers who, who give me praise for what yeah. I do, for being bold and being courageous and not being afraid to just you know be myself yeah okay and i i I, and to be honest with you i never felt more me than i do now Mm -hmm. you know i feel completely 100 percent myself every time i wear that mask and just to see people reaction to it is it's like the best feeling ever and and just having them want to take pictures with me and, and talk to me and stuff like that what's up mike beasley and so, yeah, that's, um, yeah, so that's the reaction I've been getting, and I've been getting nothing but praise. Um, so, where do you want, um, like, the future of your music career to go? It's like you're doing some DJing, you put out some tracks, like, what do you see as the, the next step for you? The next step will hopefully be touring and, um selling merch and, and, and hopefully build more content. It don't stop with just the music with I I can go pretty much anywhere. Of course I'm gonna have my own comic book. I Wilson Year One gonna be coming out next year, y'all. So just be look out for that. And um cartoon. I created a little animation little snippet of an animation series that could possibly go more if I get more people involved in what mm-hmm. I'm doing. So I had it on the YouTube. You can follow my YouTube channel on I Wilson. It should not be hard to find. There's nobody else that got a name like this. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. And um, the sky's the limit. I'm I'm a I'm a very creative guy, and I created all this just through blink of imagination. Something that's been deep instilled in me for a long time. That just bubbled up out of the surface through mm-hmm. I guess like depression maybe but um I'm a creative dude I mean the sky's the limit on where I can go but the main objective is to travel tour sell out shows join other lo-fi producers who are doing yeah. it like Atlanta has a huge lo-fi scene with steel drums and um my boy Khadiv and everybody that's in Atlanta that's doing this stuff down there. So it's it's a it's it's a good chance to be in it's a good time to be in the lo fi music realm right now. Okay. Um so I wanna touch on something that you briefly mentioned that um this persona as like some of it originated from like some of your own personal struggles. Um do you feel like it's uh, like a, a betterment of yourself? Like this is like how I would want to be portrayed. Um, like I would want people to see me as this character more so than how it was before. Mm, um, uh, no, I hope they don't think I'm this character all the time. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, this character is just something that I created as far as for branding purposes mm-hmm. and marketing purposes. I bring my own personality into the character. Yeah. And uh, I do, you know, I do those things just because, mm-hmm. you know, so, no, no, no. I'm, 
I when Oz on stage, he's 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 funny, he's giggly, he's dancing, he's doing all type of stuff to get yeah. people's attention. Me, I'm more chill, more laid back, more in the cut, more of an introvert. You know, I don't really talk a lot. You know, uh-huh. so I kind of stay to myself and um, be in my own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, you know this because you've been in school with me, so I was kind yeah. of talkative then, but I was still kind of quiet at the same time. Yeah, um, I think I just. Just, just something that I that was just for branding and marketing person, but also just just me being myself and being the creative person that I am and letting my yeah. creativity come out. And I get it that you know most people don't understand it. They they think that um, they think that that person under mask went on the deep end, or a lot of people don't get why I ain't sending beats to everybody and and this and that. It, it's not that's not really my goal because there's in the music industry there's more than one ways to skin a cat. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's not, that's not my goal to do that. My goal is to just, my initial goal is to um, change people's perspective of where they can go with music mm-hmm. and, and just being real creative with it. You don't have to always be a rapper and singer to, to be successful in music or just yeah. a music producer. You can do a little bit more. Be more a little bit more out of the box. My my main thing is to inspire people to mm-hmm. open their eyes up to other possibilities, other than just um, just one way of thinking. Yeah, I can definitely appreciate that. I mean, it feels like you're definitely trying to to branch out. You know, um, especially as a as a, a black person, there tends to be an emphasis from society that we're supposed to only be in this one particular genre of music. Yes. And I think it's great that you're, you know, branching out some. Uh, I, I can really appreciate that, you know. Um, yeah. So is there is there any rap that you like? <laughs> yeah, it's tons of raps I like. Uh, I like the, like I say, I like the old stuff. I like J. Cole. I like Kendrick. I like uh, ASAP Rocky. Yeah. I like uh, Tyler Creator. I like... Uh, you know, I like Lil Uzi Vert. It's something about him that just gets me going. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like him more out of all the other mumble rappers. Uh, I, I can tolerate a little bit of Post Malone a little bit. Uh, but I still like the, the old heads, too, like mm-hmm. uh, Jay-Z, Nas, uh, Eminem, DMX, Method Man, um you know, just those hits, even the Kanye West stuff and some of the Drake stuff, but not a lot of it. Oh no, I'm lying. I, I got all Drake albums. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's masterful, whether we want to admit it or not. Yeah, I, I'd be lying if I said I, I, I wouldn't. I don't bump. Take care. Take care of probably his best work. Yeah, yes, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was. But yeah, I do listen to raps, and I'm don't don't listen to all B stuff. It's just that uh, my ear is just a little different than mm-hmm. most people. I wouldn't listen to what everybody else listens to, but I sure. do. I do listen to what other people listen to, just not all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's understandable. I mean, um, I would imagine your taste would be a little bit different than most of everybody else. So yeah, absolutely. Um, you you don't grow just listening to the same stuff. You have to evolve eventually. Mm-hmm. There's other people in the other city in other countries that do things differently than we do. Say stuff yeah. things differently than we do. So you know, and I I think I forget to mention that Kanye West is another influence on me too because mm-hmm. he uh 
he was just the first black dude that came out and just said, you know, I'm gonna I'm I'm kill y'all with these sample beats and wearing polo outfits. He made polo outfits cool back then. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like any music from other countries? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. France, uh, Brazil, London, um, um, uh, Arabic music. I love all John Japanese music. I love all that. Japanese got some of the best music. Yeah. Actually, Japanese got some of the best music to sample from. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I like all. I like all genres from other. Um, I like all different music from other countries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Been, uh, it's been good hanging out with you. Okay. Uh, I Wilson, everybody. All right. Thank you. Uh, where can everybody find you on uh, social media? You can find me. You can type in I Wilson on Google. You can go through all my catalog, all the stuff I put out through Spotify. I'm on YouTube. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on um, Facebook. I have a Facebook group called the Memphis Lo-Fi. If for Lo-Fi producers, go and join. It's a it's a beautiful community. Everybody posts up every day. Um, I run that group, and then I we uh, we almost said three hundred members. So in the past two months, so mm-hmm. that's pretty good. And um, for any and then um, yeah, you can find me anywhere. There are things I do have in, in the works for uh, my lo-fi producers. The group was one phase. Phase two will be I'm gonna start a Memphis lo-fi radio playlist on Spotify for all my uh, lo-fi producers where I have their music streaming through there. And then we'll have like the little like Monday grooves or whatever where I go live and stream people music and give their yeah. critiques and stuff like that. Like I'm. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to build a community for 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 everybody, yeah. not just for me, but for everybody. And I want everybody to win. So okay. that's that's what I'm doing now. All right, appreciate your time, man. Thank All right, Wilson, everybody, go check him out.